I want you to succeed at things that you never thought were possible, and I want you to fail at things that you never thought were possible. But I just want you to take that failure and move forward. So this morning we're going to talk about the image of black men in our society. Black men are six times as likely as white men to be murder victims. They are two and a half times as likely to be unemployed. They finish last in practically every socioeconomic measure from infant mortality to life expectancy. And some think that black men are to seem almost an endangered species. It's interesting that many people perceive black men as less intelligent, less productive, more hostile than the rest of society. everybody welcome to the imperfect podcast sunday service we are back to give you that church replacement <laughs> um as we get organized we'll be talking a little bit about everything today because i got a lot of different stuff um written down so we'll kind of bounce around with some events from the 1600s and some events from you know yesterday <laughs> might as well um but once again i'm joined by definitely these three guys that are going to drop some knowledge on people knowledge and anger a little bit of both. Red Feather Fink, Keon, and Lorenzo in the car when he comes back. <laughs> um, just to start off, I guess, in a different, uh, at a, just at a different point than I've been all week. Because, I mean, we did the kind of the real estate ownership episode last last uh, episode, and, and everything turned out great. So we'll kind of talk a little bit about ownership today as well. But I want to start off because, uh, Leon, I saw something that you posted earlier this week. You actually tagged me in it, and I was like, Damn, I want to know where that came from, and I want to know the background on it. And it was you said that every animal in Africa has been in America. Yeah. So, could you explain that to me? Yeah. So, all the animals in Africa were all also indigenous here, right? So, kind of what we do with people, we we try to classify people and say people from here, people from there, when people are from everywhere. So, if people are from everywhere, the trees, the plants, the animals are all over the earth. So before the Europeans came here, it was elephants, it was lions, it were animals that we don't even know ever existed because they don't teach us in school. Mm-hmm. But when the Europeans came here, what they were they, when they first came here, they were looking just to get the wood. It was it was you know America was essentially was a jungle. It was a different environment. The trees were huge. They've been here, you know, Lord knows how long the trees have been here. But they used to come here and cut our trees down and use them to build ships. Yeah. So as they the environment, the animals here went extinct. Oh, okay. Because I'm, I, I have like, have you? Is there any like, some, anything out there that's basically like a fossil record or something like that? Because that's where I was like, I haven't seen like 
anything, especially for with elephants, because I didn't even think of elephants immediately. So something like an elephant, but then again, I guess you can go back as far as like a mastodon dinosaur and find a, a bone like that. Yeah, I, I'm not 100% sure on that, but there's a video, I'll shoot it to you once we're not on here. Um, and you can watch it and we can bring it up again. But you can Google, let's just Google like American lion, and it'll show you the, the American lion, who it'll tell you the story, when they were extinct and all that. But they essentially came here and hunted and cut down the forest and all that shit, so everything died off. Like these, all these major cities we live in now, none of this stuff wouldn't be here if they didn't cut down the trees and kill off the animals or whatever to get that, you know, that land. Unquestionably, I um, it's funny you say that, and, and, and even without low hair, because you said that. I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm just gonna bounce around in, in a bunch of different notes that I've seen, uh, that I that I have, and um, I saw an interview, the Breakfast Club interview with Dame Dash, and he said something to me that stood out, and he said, "We're sitting here." in buildings every day not under the sun every day for eight hours a day and um i think that that's killing kind of killing our life force and i look at it and i I go um maybe it is i mean maybe the question that i immediately ask myself is are we even supposed to wear sunblock because i look at it and i go i would think that that would be causing some of this cancer because obviously it has chemicals in it and then the other thing is like that it prevents us from absorbing something in our system that we've had before that we don't have anymore. And now we look at it where it's more buildings, less working outside. How is that affecting us going down the road? So, I mean, if you look at melanin, right? We actually, we're taught in reverse what it is. Melanin for black people actually blocks the sun from your, from your body. And, and we need the sun. So when you have melanin, you we're supposed to be in a hotter climate. So, you know, we go to Costa Rica. Why does that just feel like it's home? Like, not like, you know, the environment. I'm talking about like the feeling. The breathing, of- everything, yeah. Everything feels perfect because that's what we're supposed to be. We're mm. supposed to be on the equator in the southern states. We're supposed to be in warm areas. So you, you, you actually, when you have melanin, you have to be in an environment where the sun is stronger before you can get the vitamin D, right? Vitamin D for a man is actually a hormone. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm teach us, right? Anybody out there listening, Go look up ED and look up vitamin D. Men who don't get any sunlight, 40% of ED comes from lack of sunlight. So, I mean, to, I, I can go even farther than that. My doctor is a, is very, very big on health and wellness. Like, And as soon as you go in, he immediately goes uh, to anybody that goes in in terms of weight loss, not, not just ED, uh, weight loss, fighting off different aspects of being healthy, he attributes it immediately to vitamin D3 deficiency. And, and even with what they're saying about coronavirus, vitamin D3 deficiency is who it attacks the most. So that's lack of sun. And then you can obviously supplement it with vitamins, but people don't take that into account as much as they should. Um, I saved this question for Keon, and I just said in my head, this is going to be the best, most angriest answer of the week. <laughs> Why... Do women vote for Trump? Like, and let me just give you a quick story. My daughter was in a math tutoring like school, like a commercial math tutoring school, mathnasium. So she, my, Lynette, my wife, shows up, you know, to drop her off, and there's a fucking lady in there sitting down with a Trump shirt on and Trump shoes on, with a Trump hat on. Just a old, like a not even really old. She's probably like fifty-two year old white lady. Why? I don't get that. <laughs> Well, you have to you have to remember who co- controls the household in most of these houses once they went to a patriarchy away from a matriarchy. 
when when you think of us, we think you know our household, our our wives run our household for the most part. They don't they don't necessarily run our life, but you know we value their opinion more than other races, and that races is the wrong term to use. Other groups value their wives' opinion. So we could go out and vote for whoever I want, we want to. Our wives can go out and vote for whoever they want to. White people, well, white women vote for whoever their husbands tell them to vote for. Whatever their husbands are doing, that's what they're doing. They kind of mirror what their husbands are doing. So that's why you see a lot of white women who vote for Trump who should not be voting for Trump. So I mean, it, it, I, there's the, there's a, there's a, I get what you're saying. There's that level. I get, you know what? Because I have a completely different point of view on this shit, being in Florida, the excessiveness of it is is a lot different than I think what you're thinking. Like, I mean, like, and I, I really want Loaf to hear for this shit. There is yeah. a fucking pickup truck that you see every other day with five Trump flags on it. Trump fucking, you got the police fucking blue line flag and then a Trump make America great and then a Trump no more bullshit and then a women for Trump and then an amateur soccer players for Trump they got every flag that, that there is and I remember when I went to vote here for the governor there was a dude in the fucking parking lot doing donuts with a truck like that and I was like how is that legal well I you know I live I live out in the woods well not mm-hmm. really the woods but cause Lo lives in the woods he just took it a step further but I can you see, see the, he's there right can, now <laughs> You can see those trucks all the time, you know, big trucks with the ignoring exhaust system, big ass wheels, truck flags flying all over them. And the first thing I think is, one, how is that legal? Two, if a flag comes off somebody's truck, wraps around someone's window and they crash, what the fuck is going to happen? Yo, f- that's, is a, so, that is illegal and they don't enforce that shit. And that shit could be them just slamming the trunk on a flag and driving around, which is heavily illegal. Like, that's not up there the right way. But, um... So I'll, that's, I'll, white, I'll, that's that's white cops not pulling over white people who like Trump. That's what that is. Yeah. You try you let me get a Honda Civic and drive around with a fucking Obama flag. See how many times I get pulled over. I probably won't even make it out of my neighborhood. I don't um I want to talk more about it in business, but I'll wait for Lowe to set up. Uh but um I don't know if we went through this before, but I what is in in your opinion, Leon and, and Keon, you can go after it, your opinion of blackface. Do you have a major issue with it? Um, I personally don't have a major issue with it simply because, you know, I study history so much that I, I, by default and fault, I look at everything from a historical standpoint, right? So when they was originally doing blackface, we think that they were disrespecting us when the reality is they just always want to be us. Look at the world, right? We, we talked about this last time. You look at the black people in America, quote unquote, black people in America, and tell me where on the earth that we're not imitated everybody wants to be us you go to mm-hmm. japan they wear they wear our clothes they listen to hip-hop right you go to africa right we're from africa but everything they do in africa is what they they're following the whole world's follow black americans mm-hmm. right? so even if you go back to like the colonial times you would see like the white women would have those like big dresses on because they wanted to seem like they had the big ass like the black woman so they would wear like these metal things underneath their dress yeah to make like their ass look big they, they always wanted to be you, right? You go to these AAU tournaments. All these all these white kids can go buy, you know, Lucas sneakers. They're not wearing fucking Lucas sneakers. They're wearing LeBron James. They're wearing KD. They're wearing Kyrie. Every single thousands of kids in these AAU tournaments, right? So everybody in the world wants to be us, but we look at it like they're they're being disrespectful to us when really 
all they've done is just steal our culture. Everything about them is us, right? We look at the foods in America. Tell me what, what food of white people brought to America that we go to restaurants to eat at now. Because even Italian food, they didn't make that shit up either. That's not their food. That came from the morgue. I don't, right? well, it's funny because I saw uh, like this stupid-ass Fox News video where this dude's telling me, was literally arguing with a, an Amer- a fucking Mexican diplomat telling him that Mexicans were American food. And I'm like, I get what you're going to say next, which, yes, <laughs> I get that aspect of it, but I know damn well fucking Tucker Carlson ain't saying it in the same context that you're yeah, saying it. Exactly. I'm going to say it all, <laughs> it all depends on the context, because if you use the context, Tucker Carlson's absolutely wrong. <laughs> if you look at it from a logical standpoint, he's right, but that's not what he's using in his argument. So, yeah. <laughs> what, so, so you don't get that one. What, 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 go ahead. They, they think McDonald's is American food now. That's, that's what fucking American food is. But again, if you're, if you're from Puerto Rico, you're from Haiti, you're from the Dominican Republic, you're from Florida, you're from Alabama, from if you're from Mexico. They, what, think, Me- they think fucking McDonald's American food too, where McDonald's is taking over down there. <laughs> But again, like we, we're all eating the same food. We just use different spices because those places provide different spices. Or, you know, over time, people may cook. I mean, rice and beans, you can get that shit everywhere and it's going to taste different. Yeah. You know, fried chicken. You know, when we, we laugh about in Costa Rica, how that chicken doesn't taste like guys. Now, that's a chemical thing. But like the fried chicken that we make, they fried chicken in Mexico. They fried chicken in Canada. They fried chicken in Africa. They, they, it's not, you know, but again, like you guys said, depending on who you're talking to and how to how they want to use it because, you know, not to get into it now, but that's also a tactic that, you know, they use. And now I actually use it now too. Me and my brother was talking about it. You can take anything and use it to however you want to use it. Easily. Unquestionably. Right. Not so the, I mean, any days, as long as you're suppressing anything that comes with a small a sample, then you could just go, Hey, I've read this. And, and if you show somebody this and don't show them the whole book, then they could just go, yeah, motherfuckers are getting stabbed. You're like, put on the next page. They all got a million dollars. So there's a lot of different things that go there. And, and it's crazy because with that blackface answer, and I guess Keon, you can answer first and I'll, I'll give you kind of my thoughts on it. About yeah. Blackface. I was going to say, when we say blackface, are we talking about traditional blackface or are we talking about what, what people consider blackface now because everyone's soft? Well, both. I think that's okay. that's that's kind of what I want to hit on. So so both those areas of, of kind of... If I'm talking about the original, hey, we're literally taking a black person out of a movie and calling ourselves black and replacing it with a person. The first moving picture in the history of the United States, uh, Birth of a Nation, is a man in blackface that is raping a white woman and it was shown at the White House so yes I have a problem yep. with that blackface however yeah, so, yeah, so I'll, I'll, I'll take I'll take this I'll, I'll explain it this way for black, blackface in the United States the traditional blackface I have a major problem with because they, they're using it to you know poke fun at uh, colored people and or making them out to be something they're not if you look at blackface on a traditional level well, international level, I would say, you would need to know what the context is. Because like Leon said, um, a lot of the blackface that you see from international is them honoring the black people who ruled before them. But you wouldn't know that because no one tells you that. Yeah, there's like a yeah. festival in some country where everybody dresses in blackface. I can't remember where it is. Germany. Yeah. And it's crazy, right? We were sitting in the bar, and I don't know if you remember this, because we were sitting at a table in Costa Rica. We were sitting in the middle of Termina. And it was a black dude at the bar. And I went to go get a soda. And, I, you know, we, we always speak to everybody. I'm like, hey, what's going on? Where are you from? He's like, I'm from Germany. And me being ignorant, I said to him, 
damn, man, you from Germany? I heard that place is like one of the most racist places in the world. He looks at me, he goes, he laughs, he goes, I was born and raised in, I've never had any racial issue. He said Germany is actually black. There's more black people in Germany is white. They just don't show you that in America. Okay. That's what he told me. I mean, I would say that they just don't show it to us in Germany either, because I can guarantee you if I go to Germany's website right now, they ain't a fucking black person in sight. <laughs> but um, I think um, Mr. Trevor Noah hit it on the head with as far as uh, Germany is that when they went and actually admitted the atrocities and and literally took down you know all those images and historical images of Hitler and the Nazi party and all that stuff, they, they addressed the issue of racism that it was actually there. They didn't just, you know, do what we're doing here and act like we're all just making this shit up. <laughs> yeah. Um, where do you guys think the darkest people in the world are? Country. Um, the, the darkest people they've shown us so far or because I would say you can if we got to well, get li- into living can... right now. Oh, living right now. Um, yeah, I'd have to think about that one. Yeah, I, Australia. I yeah, I don't. I don't know either because who was that? That was low, but I don't think it's Australia <laughs> though. Yeah, it is. I have to think about that too because it is. No, I know what it. I know. I I know where it is, but let me let me bring low in. Um, it's actually Papua New Guinea. Oh, I was gonna. Which is close yeah. enough to Australia. <laughs> so, yeah. I wouldn't have thought that. No, I mean, I was, I was surprised about it by myself because, I, I mean, I was kind of going to give you, and I know, Leon, you talk a lot about America, but I don't really ever see you talk about India. So I don't know if you have, like, a history background on kind of what's going on there and why the people, why there is that many people there because I can't remember. I was listening to something the other day and somebody said that India is actually where the most black people in the world are, and we never talk about it. So... Well, they don't consider themselves black, for one. Yeah, they yeah they don't consider themselves black. Oh yeah, unquestionably. So, yeah, with, with yeah. India, right? Just from a historical standpoint, and tying it to the United States and the word Indian, you have to start there because like we think that when we hear the word Indian, that they were like you know Christopher Columbus was going to India. Well, India wasn't called India until 1945. It was called Bharat. So the word India has nothing to do with that land until very very recent, right? That land was pretty much an all black land until. The, uh, the British conquered it. At one point, the British conquered 50% of the landmass in the world. Mm-hmm. I don't think people understand that, right? So when you go to India now, a lot of they're still they're still dark. I mean, they're brown skin, but there's people in India who look. If you show, I showed you a picture of them, and I think I put one on Facebook the other day. You would think that they was from some tribe in Af- in Africa, like the Congo. Mm-hmm. They look like Africans, but they're and, and actually the picture says native native uh, people of India. They're not even called Indians. Nope. Is a name for him, but yeah, the land was called Bharat. Mm-hmm. Uh, called India until 1945. So India is a corporate. You did you give me that map of India? No. You said Bharat. Which one do I have? I have one that says something. No, that's different. Baru. Yes. Lo, you back? Making random pop in audio and shit. <laughs> Hey, I, I, I want to go back to one of your questions because I know my brother answered it, but I, I didn't get a chance to answer it while we wait on low. Yeah, go ahead. Talk the white women and the Trump thing, mm-hmm. right? Historically, if you study history, they've always used, like, the white woman has been more racist than the white man, but they don't teach you that, right? Because, again, they were the school teachers, right? They were the people in your churches, right? Still 85% of school teachers, middle-aged white women in the United States. Exactly. So... 
uh, kids are going to a school system with these same white women who are actually voting for Trump, and they have been racist from day one of them getting here, right? You look at how, like, you know, they would they would lie on black men and say, oh, you know, I was raped, or he looked at me like people started getting hung over that issue of black men and white women. Like, that's where that came from. That was, People getting hung wasn't a slave issue, right? If I, if I had a slave and I looked at him as a uh, commodity, commodity. Yeah. why would I kill him? Doesn't even make sense. They weren't hanging slaves. That's bullshit. That, the hanging shit started happening when we became quote-unquote free and white women was dating us, whether secretively or out in the open or living in the same areas. And that's when they started hanging people. That whole hanging thing is a very new thing. It's, it's not something that's hundreds of years old because, again, right? If, if we have contracts as slaves to work a certain amount of time, and they're selling you for money. Why would I ever kill somebody who I'm making money off of? I mean, that if you're, I, I, the, Michael Vick was killing dogs. He was making money off them. Very true. So I think it's to send a, a message to somebody. But the thing is, Michael Vick already had $200 million in the bank. No, obviously he's fucking stupid. We already know that. But <laughs> I mean, like, to the point where I think the statement is that at the rate that they were making it seem that they were, that they weren't. So, like, obviously, you get somebody and you feel like, you know, this motherfucker's not doing anything anymore. I'm going to have to send a message that you can't just run around here doing that. You know what I'm saying? And then it turns into that. Another, I, I, I want to say the group, too. I think a lot of times when we had these conversations, me and my brother talk about it all the time. Like, we'll, all, like, we'll say things like that and, you know, we'll say, oh, they was hanging slaves. Oh, I'll go, well, that happened recently. When I say that happened recently or you say it happened during slavery, that doesn't mean it was, you know, end all be all. Like, of course, they... They fucked some slaves up. Yeah. <laughs> Generally speaking, why would they be beating and killing slaves in, in mass numbers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get exactly what you're saying. The, I mean, the, um, it's a lot of times um, when Jack Johnson was the champion, you could tell Jack Johnson was the champion for 20 goddamn years, and they could not find a person to beat him. And um, because people would celebrate him winning his fights, people were getting just lynched. But hey, but hold on. With, with, with him though, you remember that picture we saw back in the day mm-hmm. when they they had it? Because remember, he used to he lo- he loved white women. They, uh, yeah, five and would just drive. They said he would bribe cops on the spot. Like here, I'm gonna speed on the way back too. <laughs> yeah, but they 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 didn't they create that picture with him as a as a gorilla or some shit. No, King Kong is based off Jack Johnson. Okay, but now <laughs> when they slid that shit in with LeBron, they had Le- LeBron. Yep. <laughs> yeah, they they do that shit all the time, man. I know we're gonna get into that because we watched that documentary, but these people are controlling everything that we see, think at all times. A lot of people, you know, even me, right? I'm studying history. I'm not saying all the books that I read and buy are one hundred percent true, so I'm getting that shit from somewhere else. You know, and a lot of people don't really have an original thought anymore. I don't think anybody does. There, you're. I mean, you, you're, you're certainly right um, with that. The majority of people do not, and the people that do are seen as just absolutely fucking crazy. And um, yeah. when in actuality, it's like you're not realizing, and that's that's very big in terms of especially this Trump shit. Because when I, reasons I spoke of the flag shit is like, I've never ever seen anything like that in my life. I've never put. I mean, the most I've seen up to this point was maybe a bumper sticker. And, I mean, obviously you, Keon, and Lorenzo can attest to this because you guys went to a, a fucking great business school. 
I don't think any business class on fucking earth would tell you to put a fucking building-sized Trump flag on the side of your goddamn business. But people are doing it and feeling that they can get away with it because they're the majority. Yep. Do they do that up there? Have y'all seen that, Keanu Lowe? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Because, you know, it being when you are in business and you're, and you're in a black business for yourself and obviously I mean I have to represent my business well I know Leon has to represent Limitless in a certain way as to where you can't do no shit like that because you can't afford to lose that business but when you feel there's that much support for that I feel like now every time I see even a fucking American flag to be honest with you it's like what is this person thinking right now because we have so much of a problem that something needs to change yeah, but you hey. gotta remember you're you're thinking from a business standpoint, operating in a system that's built for people like Trump and the pe- people who support Trump. So yes, they can do it, and people are gonna support them. But you can't because you're operating in a system that's not built on that. Yeah. So um, I like to jump in on this real quick on that whole notion. Yeah. So so the corporation that I work for, when Donald Trump first won his presidency and, and, and you know he's, he's walking around talking about grabbing pussy and shit like that at, at, at the time our CEO who was a a, a, a woman Indian an Indian woman had a pussy grabbed <laughs> no she came out um, like via, like vehemently against Donald Trump um and Obviously, we have directors of the board. There's there's shareholders that she has to answer to, and she had to walk it back. She had to walk it back. Um, and then and then Trump kind of kind of created his whole board or whatever. And she had and you could tell she didn't want to be part of it, but she had no choice. She had to be a part of it. She came out immediately and said, "We're completely against this guy. We don't want his people's business, and you can't do that." Because there is that many people out there mm-hmm. that are going to support this guy no matter what. And from a business standpoint and a multi-international business at that, we couldn't afford to alienate all those people, all those, you know, his followers, his cult followers, because they wouldn't have bought our products, which is crazy. It's crazy. Yep. I don't, I've, but, ne- I've, I've never seen anything like this. I've never seen, I've never seen a flags, these fucking, like, Obama was like the start, but even Obama was still bumper stickers, and he actually had a logo, like, he had a branded fucking promo logo, there's no branded logo for Trump, like, you're you're talking about years in which they argued, hey, this rap music just got crazy fucking words in it, and they had to go to the Supreme Court to fight it, now you see a Trump flag that says Trump, tired of the bullshit, you're driving around everywhere with, but J-Lo can't shake her ass during the Super Bowl? I don't get it. Hey, Ray, in order for you to see that in mass, you have to drive uh, south of Brockton and towards the Worcester area. <laughs> Once you get down 24, that shit is everywhere. Oh, yeah. And every and everyone has Trump flags on their houses, on their cars. Some people have a private ways. They have a flag at the beginning of their private way. Just so you know, this is a Donald Trump driveway. Don't drive down here, motherfucker. Joe, Joe, the motherfucker, you got Trump, you got Donald Trump motherfucking cities here. <laughs> don't drive in this again, city. We're, again, we're it's, at a, we're at a point. So you don't you don't see it at all in the city. Nah. Right, right. No, you don't. You don't. So, and and I, I think that's something you know. Even if we don't talk, bring it up today, but something we should talk about. Like, why is there 
touchy. Not let's get take the racism, the uh, the emotion out of the racism part of Trump. From a political standpoint, why is there such a huge difference between the people, right, and versus Democrat, Republican, and black and white? Like black people think that they only have to vote Democrat. For and sure. The thing is, once you like, you know, me and Low talk about it. Me and Low go back and yeah. forth. You know, I know Lowe's intelligent enough. He'll throw some shit at me, and I'll laugh. I'll throw some shit back at him. You know, like we're just trying to get each other going or try to. But the average black person, I've had people fucking delete me because I said I'm voting for Trump, and I only said I was voting for Trump just to piss them off because they can't think, "Oh, you're gonna vote for Trump? I'm gonna delete you." Fucking Hillary Clinton, the Clintons legit have done shit to black people from a political standpoint, policy standpoint, from laws. And people were still willing to vote Hillary in. Mm-hmm. To me, I, I just, again, I don't have the answer, but I want to know how can we, as a people, play in this system, because all you guys just talked about is their system, right? How are we in their system, but we are really, we're very ignorant on how this whole process works, right? With the Trump thing, not everybody's racist that are voting for Trump. Look at me, honestly, my 401k is fucking booming. Now, me and Lil talked about that before. That seems selfish, right? I'm only one person. We should think about the collective of everybody. But when I look at me, I'm looking at my retirement. My shit is booming right now. Mm. Right? So some people think that way from a, you know, they're business owners. They think, you know, Trump is gonna is gonna make their business better. You know, like this everybody has I mean with Obama ran, there was people, you know, in my job, police officers who were going, I'm not voting for Obama. Black people, I'm not voting for Obama because he's gonna take my guns away. Like we we all pick very little bits and pieces out of what these people are saying, and we run with that shit. Yo, it's funny that you say that because um, and I had this like written kind of da- down there in the end, but we could talk about like several things now from this like kind of cancel cancel culture era of what black people are doing and as as of recently like I was posting something on um on IG and I was tagged Doja Cat and one of my boys was like why the fuck would you tag Doja Cat she's fucking racist and I was like she just donated like fucking eighty five thousand dollars to like a cause of somebody that that was unjustly shot by the police and I was like and I've already read about it I'm, you're talking about some shit that she said online when she was 16 but she's African with African parents and I'm like if we're judging everything that somebody says when they're 16, like, I swear to God, black people will cancel you for fucking ever. Like, what is... How, you know why You know why he said that about Doja Cat? And I like Doja Cat. Loken even, before she blew up, I, I was a fan of her. He said that because Nas said something in his fucking rap. If Nas never said anything about Doja Cat, your friend wouldn't even know who the fuck she is. And I I, I had known the story. I, I knew the story the entire time. So I watched it. I, I even watched it. She was like, oh, she was in racist chat rooms. I'm like, you know that... It, I mean, specifically with people like Kanye, I said to somebody, if somebody fucking followed me with a camera all day, I'd be in trouble all the time. Because the shit that comes out of my mouth is fucking crazy. <laughs> so, I mean, like, how long is too long? You can't be a kid. You can't make mistakes. And, and when, what is it supposed to fix? We, we, we only have so many people. We can't be canceling everybody. You got, well, whenever someone does say something like that, I always try to go back and find out what these people are saying. Well, what well, I go back to context. What were they saying, and why did they, you know, why did they say? It? Not that you can always know that, but people will just see something, not read the paragraph before, or after, and then form their opinion, and then they're completely wrong. So, I don't know what she said. I'm not going to go look for it either. But um, it's, it wasn't even anything major. It was just I'm so stupid, and I'm a kid, and I'm looking for her attention. Um, right. Is, right. And, but, but go ahead. But I think that. But I think that also in today's, you know constant information age 
you have to take both context and you have to take when the stuff happens into a into an um, account, and people just don't do that. They'll, no. they'll, they'll they'll run with something that somebody said thirty years ago, and then try to bring it into to, uh, into today. Now, now, just like you said, Ray, if somebody's following you from age five until now, there's going to be things said in in between that are going to make you look foolish. But that I, I I mean, you can't be held accountable for things that you say throughout your entire lifespan. And if you're still saying the things that you were saying thirty years ago, then you haven't grown at all. Exactly. And, and that goes to evolution and being able to grow as an adult and thinking and changing with the times. The times used to be different. Let's just be honest with ourselves. People are getting canceled right now. I, I, I mean, I understand some of the stuff with, with um, Harvey Weinstein, things like that. But back in the day, that was running the mill shit. Let's just be honest with ourselves. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, I mean, but they're, but they're trying to crucify them now through cancel culture. And one of the problems that I do have with Democrats and the left is that we've gone overboard with the PC stuff. And that turns a lot of people off. That'll turn a lot of people towards the hard right or completely against anything that the Democratic um, platform might be because we're, we're, we're so PC on everything. I was, it's funny because I was joking about this shit with my wife the other day that, that the video when Donald Trump's like grab him by the pussy. Like, and he's like, oh, that's locker room talk. I'm like, locker room talk is worse than that. But when he said that shit, it reminded me of in 40-year-old Virgin when he was like, yeah, I just grabbed them. And they were like two big sandbags. And I'm like, I've <laughs> never, ever in my life heard anybody say grab them by the pussy. Like, you definitely aren't, don't know what to do with any pussy. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> Ray, let, Ray, let me say something about that. And then I think, Leon, you're trying to say something. People are saying that's locker room talk. No, the fuck it isn't. Because we've been in some quote-unquote locker rooms around each other in some crazy situations, and we've never talked about sexually assaulting a woman. Never. It's never come up. So that's not locker room talk, unless that's locker room talk for rich people, rich white men, that they oh, can no. sexually assault that, people that, whenever that they show up. That's, that. not, that's not locker room talk. Yeah, It's not. I've been in locker rooms my whole life. I've been in uh, quote-unquote locker rooms. You know, we go on trips. No one has ever said no shit like that in my presence ever. So that and I've been around some shitty people and they've never said no shit like that. So <laughs> the way that Lowe said it is exactly kind of what it is. Like those those times and those people, you think that's not sexually assaulting somebody. You you, you yeah. really just think I have the power like he said, I can do whatever I want. That's the craziest yeah. shit I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> and look, go ahead, Lowe. Gonna say the same thing that Keon just said. So he beat, he beat me to it. That's exactly what I was gonna say. I've been in locker rooms all my life. I play college football. They play college football. I've never heard or seen no shit like that ever. <laughs> never, right? But now you look at like again, like Keon said, right? Rich white men. You look at like these country clubs. What do you think they're doing there? What do you you don't think they're bringing in prostitutions and like look look at Tiger Woods? Tiger Woods picked that shit up from them. Oh, and Mar-a-Lago is right next to motherfucking where Epstein's house was. <laughs> it's just like, shit. Like, he's hanging around rich white dudes, and they're, they're doing all that fucked up shit, and he has all the money in the world, so he thinks he can do whatever the fuck he wants, and he forgot that they was going to show his ass that he was black. Because yeah. if you and I fuck somebody in the Denny's parking lot, you know, it'll just be laughable. I mean, it's just kind of <laughs> of woods. It's like, the, the, those same rich white dudes is like, bro, you, you was banging chicks in Denny's? Yeah, no, no, you're not one of us. <laughs> There's not even a Denny's in my town. <laughs> in my county. So uh, hey, at least you were, at least you were smart enough not to go to the motel in. Shit. <laughs> so um, I know we I, I, we was talking a lot about this social dilemma 
uh, documentary that came out on Facebook, and I know everybody kind of checked it out. Lorenzo, you said you skimmed it a little bit. Um, what did you guys take from that? Because I, I, I see like a very big glaring thing that they missed when when they were talking about certain aspects of, of how everything worked. But um, I guess Leon, you can go first. Um, I mean, for me, I think the first thing that needs to be talked about with that is that shit is nothing new. The only difference is they're using computers now. But when they during the Reconstruction era, when they were rewriting books, what what's the difference? They created a whole fucking society on books that they that they rewrote to tell a story here and manipulate the pop the population to what we are now. The only thing now is the computers are involved. You know, and I'm not a computer guy, but obviously with you know with the computers, that's a, a huge difference. But the concept of manipulating us as people and creating the society that they, that they want, they've always done that. That is nothing new. So, I mean, just for, for anybody that hasn't seen it, The Social Dilemma on Netflix, it kind of talks about how you are being seen as a commodity in the Internet. It's kind of way easier for them to zero you down to a specific set of people where it's like, this is you, this is you, this is you. Then they can sell you shit like glowing the dark dicks from Wish.com. Yeah, but you know, like, yeah, like I was just saying with that, Ray, right? So what they what they essentially did was they changed our identity through those books and created who we are as black people. They didn't have computers, but that's what they did. They created everything about us, right? What you think is slave food, what you think being black is, when now we can't even look in the fucking mirror and see that I'm physically not the color black. And then once I see that I'm physically not the color black, ask why do they call me black? Mm-hmm. We, we, we can't even get that concept down. So they, they essentially created what we are now through books and through education. Now they just have the computers to do it. This you know, that's it's just more advanced, but they've been doing that forever, in my opinion. I think the biggest difference is that you can see the large I mean, as a person that's, you know, done the crazy amounts of business online, so I saw that schematic that they showed and all that how to target people down to a demo and for me it was like yeah you remember the beginning of Facebook you saw those fucking club promoters blast everybody with shit so easily and we couldn't block it at the time and then they became successful and then ran away with all the money and fucked up Facebook forever so we couldn't advertise the same way anymore and make money until they monetized it and that's where the, where the guy in that documentary is talking about monetizing when they finally monetized Facebook and how you were able to zero in on people um, Keon what'd you take from it? Uh, first I uh, I have to tell you guys I Text Ray like, what the fuck you have me watch this for? I already know all this shit. Um, most of that stuff, like Leon said, is it's been happening, and I expect those type of things to happen, which as technology advances. So for me, it wasn't so much as an enlightenment. It was more of a okay, yeah, I know this. Maybe some other people are going to start realizing this. Um, one a friend of mine goes, we're, we're going to play golf, and and um, low tags him. He goes, oh, don't tag me on social media. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? You got a, you have a smartphone? He's like, yeah, I'm all right. So they fucking know everything you're doing. Like, what are you talking about? Don't tag you. Who are you trying to hide from? But anyways, um, like I said, that stuff it wasn't it wasn't something that's not new that was new to me. I I expect that stuff as technology advances, it's only going to get worse. What about you, love? Yeah. So my, uh, I mean, I knew a lot of the stuff just like Keon said too. But my my big takeaway from it is twofold. One, um, creating silos and echo chambers of people who kind of believe the same thing as you um, through the platforms of most media, of, of uh, social media. And then the second thing is them being able to basically influence or, man, or manipulate you. And that was kind of the largest takeaway. 
really them being able to, you know, whether through ads or just having um, a bot wave at you, um, make you want to pick up your phone and look at it. Mm -hmm. And then people being addicted to those things to the point to where they're neglecting the kids, they're neglecting their, you know, their partners because they're addicted to their phones. And when people at Google or, or Microsoft or whatever who worked for these companies, I actually used to live next door to one of them and she got let go by Google. Um, she said that there was some shit going on that she brought up and they let her go. She didn't tell us what it was. I think she had to sign papers and shit about it. But when people at Google see what's what, what's happening through the, through the actions that they're taking and then they bring it up to the higher ups and then they sweep that shit under the rug. Like that's, it's kind of scary to be honest with you. I mean, it's that, scary. yeah, that type of shit happens all the time. One of the biggest glaring things that I saw um, was that they made a graph that said it as of 2009 and attributed it, it, attributed it to Facebook. They said in 2009, there was a lot more people in the middle. And from 2009 and now, everybody just basically went and chose a side. And they kind of attributed that to being pushed, you know, narratives through Facebook. And I think the biggest one that they missed was that in 2009 is when Obama got elected. Uh -huh. <laughs> so yep. they, they missed a very big racism proponent. And then one other thing they missed is... Uh, before Facebook started is that, and I was gonna get a tattoo of this, I literally searched Google for doctor, lawyer, successful family, and counted the amount of pictures that I would have to go to until I got to a minority family. So you type doctor, and I think it was something like 29 pictures until you go down. So that, at that point, has fucking nothing to do with you pushing a narrative. That's me going and searching. And I, and I pride myself on them not being able to peg me in a box because, mm -hmm. you know, I'm thinking yeah. here, thinking there. So when they put a post to ad and I go, ha nice try. I don't want so, that. So, right, two things. One, Facebook was around and Lo have to correct me on this. I want to say 2002. 2000, 2003 mm -hmm. or I think, yeah, yeah around there. Two or yep. three. And, and Lo and I was on it because you needed a college um, email to even be part of it. Yeah. So it wasn't when Facebook was created. It's when Facebook was released to the masses, when it was made public. I don't want anyone to say, you know, public company. But when it was made public where anyone can join, that's when this stuff started. And then two is, it's not that they forgot that Obama was elected in 09. They purposely did not um, show you that data or mention that so that they can skew the data. All yeah. data can be skewed, yeah. even yep. math. So when people like, say, go ahead, Lil. I was actually going to say the same thing. You know, do you guys think that in 09, it helped Obama? And then, you know, Keon, you work on cars. You can use that same tool to do different things. I can screw or I can take that same screw out. So with Obama, did it help him? And then now are they using that against Trump? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's the same tool, but they can use it however they want. What do you guys think in 09? Did it help Obama? Um, what I would say, it, it certainly helped Obama as well as the branding campaign, but also coming mm -hmm. after Bush and coming after 9-11. So it was like, this. both these two last presidents was like, we're, we're convincing you that we're filling a void that you have. You know, you need change. Now you need a black person. Now you need to change the society culture. Um, and then now it was Trump. It's like, you need to feel that you're still important in America. So we're going to give you everything that you want. We're going to fill this void and this hate that you have and fill it in with this. So what people don't talk about sometimes is the, is the key words that Trump uses and the way it caters to people where there's a, another doc on um, 
on Netflix that 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 TT was telling me to watch one time, and I watched it. And there was one episode. There was a fucking. They interviewed two different white guys. One of them was a plumber in New Jersey, and one of them was like a fucking used to be landscaper drug addict on the border of Mexico. This motherfucker that was on the border of Mexico lived in a trailer with his electricity and his water off, making no money, blaming it on Mexicans, right? And he's like, Trump's just going to fix this. Oh, he's going to fix it. I'm going to get a job. They interviewed this other guy in New Jersey. He's a fucking plumber that makes $275,000 a year. Trump's going to fix something for him, apparently. He's got a separate toy room. And the toy room alone with, like, figurines like 40-year-old virgin is worth, he said, something like 250K. So your ass is holding a toy room for 250K while this other white man on the border is fucking can't even pay his bills. How does that make sense? But, you know, again, if you, if you look at it from a political standpoint, right, it's the same, like you just said, it's the same game. And I bet you most 95% of people that's listening to this and that will hear this will not pick up on what you just said. All, nope. all that it was Trump would just give you something different. With Obama, that was the whole thing with Obama is it was something different, right? Because we were, everybody was tired of Bush. Obama was something different. Handsome black dude, well-spoken. You know, he was something different. Well, after Obama, they had to, they had to give you something real, real different from him, too. Oh, yeah. Total opposite. And to, you know, actually, to, just to answer your other question is, the person that the internet helped the most is Bernie Sanders. He came out mm-hmm. of nowhere so fast that they weren't ready that they had to suppress it. That's insane. Yep. <laughs> I was going to say, you know why, right? You know why he needed the internet? Because m- the media conglomerates were already suppressing him. Yeah. If it wasn't yeah, for the yeah, internet, probably. you wouldn't have never Absolutely. knew who Bernie Sanders was. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and he's probably the best politician that we've had in shit forever. Yeah. They actually blew JFK's head off. I was gonna. I, I was yeah. gonna say. Well, that's because they let him become the president because his well, father had too much power. <laughs> so, Leon, I was gonna say since JFK, but then again, we don't know why they blew his head off. He, he we know that he was fucking with their money. So, and he was fucking with the Federal Reserve uh, notes. So that's why they killed him. Not because I mean he was great. So let me. I stopped there. Fucking with, yeah, yeah, fucking I, with I like Leon's Jeff business. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I like. I like Jeff K, so I don't want people to think that I'm talking. If I talk negatively about him, I don't like him, and you know that's how people run with shit. So, but anyways, they killed him because he was fucking up America's money. Well, yeah, federal and reserve, he, and, and he was trying to stop the Vietnam War, so which is fucking yep. up money. <laughs> yeah, and and he came out on record um, saying that he was going to expose these backroom secret secret societies. Yeah, there's a video you, you, can, you can see that all day, and that was right, the start of right. the CIA. So they were, right. you know, looking at background MLK, looking at background JFK, and then it is what it is. But yeah, I think if Bernie would have became president, then they JFK the shit out of him too. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> you know, the, I mean, the thing about Bernie Sanders was, I, he had a grassroots movement that they couldn't stop, and then entering the social media aspect, and, and when you can pull up videos from a dude again, you talk about somebody like Joe Biden thirty years ago. He's talking about, you know, um. Um, being opposed to segregation, you pull stuff up, stuff up from Bernie Sanders thirty years ago, and this dude's actually marching hand, hand handcuffed hand to somebody on the ground. Right, yes. exactly. <laughs> he's talking about the same things he's talking about now, giving everybody health care and and free college tuition, things like that. Literally for the last thirty yeah, years. Yeah, listen, one that of type, my that type of consistency you're you're never going to see again from a politician. One of my favorite never. videos online. Uh, Hillary Clinton. I don't know where Senator Sanders was when I was trying to get health care packed back in 87. (laughs) Then they cut to it, the motherfucker's standing right behind her. I'm like, but that is the beauty of the internet now that these politicians just don't understand. It's like, you can't just, well, I guess Trump can't just make shit up. But 
other people can't make shit up because they'll pull the record and show you the video. But in his case, it's like, no, nah, I didn't say that. It's like, that's you saying that shit. What are you talking about? So, like, but, but, but right, that ties back into what you just said about the, the technology and the being able to feed people shit. Because, yes, we know, or we may even get fed it through the box, but we know that if Hillary Clinton says something, we know that there's a bot that's going to show us the opposite. But the people who are in these bubbles never get that information. Unquestionably. They don't, and they're not even that, smart enough to go research it. Well that's, a, well, well, that's what I kind of meant with the whole silo and echo chamber syndrome that's happening through social media. Leon brought it up earlier. He's had friends... And he says something that they don't agree with, they block them, they delete them. So now they only surround yeah. themselves with people who believe what they believe. And then if they go on Google and type in anything, Google's going to spit back what they already believe. And it's going to make it very difficult mm -hmm. to find things that are going to penetrate that. So it's well, funny I, you said I, I, delete, go ahead. I delete motherfuckers that vote for Trump, too. I don't care. And, and I don't even have... And I don't even have people around me. I don't have a silo of or echo chamber because you're one of my best friends. You're like a brother. You you think completely, not completely different, but differently from my actual brother. Everyone yep. around me has their own opinion. They're the individuals. We all, none of us all think alike. Even with Ray, you know, he's damn near our brother too. He doesn't think the same way any of us think. So, I mean, yeah, the system is being used to, you know, echo chamber, but... When are you going to stop blaming the people? Because, you know, you have free will. So you should, you know, you should be able to be able to you know, Unqu seek Yo, out that statement itself. So it, you, you heard you heard Fink say it, you know, they gave you something that filled that void. And, and it's because you created that void and couldn't see it yourself. Somebody said to me, I don't watch the news. I don't watch none of that shit. It's poison. I said, it doesn't matter if you watch the news because all your fucking Trump friends do. And you do go on Facebook. So now, like Lowe said, all you're seeing is that silo of what has been created there. Um, and you are now giving me information from where? You don't have you don't watch the fucking news, so it's just from the news of what your stupid ass people fucking saw, and it's never anything outside that knowledge. And um I I'll go into a story from that. Somebody said to me, um, you hear this shit a lot, and, and we'll we'll play a game right after this where people go, Oh, I respect MLK. He did it the right way. While in the same sentence, we'll say something like, um, if these people are blocking the highway when I'm on my way to work, I'm going to just run them over. And I said, you see, that is an oxymoron. Because Martin Luther King can walk over a bridge and get rocks thrown at him and not respond, and that's what you respect. But now on the other end, you're telling me you don't even have the fucking capacity to be late for work one day because you'll murder somebody. Yeah. You gotta so, tell them what oxymoron means first before you use it. In a <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, with that being said, what are the top ten, or just some? Let's just spitball some answers that you always hear. Because with these people that are caught, caught in the silo, I would say the top ten Trump answers for black murder. Low, I know you got some for black murder. Yeah, I can give you one. What about Chicago? Uh, oh, okay. All right. You took mine right. already. You took. <laughs> that's that's the no, That's not. That's number one. If you're playing Family Feud, number one answer. Uh, no, number number two would probably be any other black city, Detroit, whatever you want to say. Or number three would be well, you know, if if if, if they just uh. If they just had the father at home, you know, it's it's it's, it's them wanting to be running the streets and the father, the, you know, the the family dynamic of it. 
Um, I mean, I can continue on. Keon, you got some? Leon? Go ahead, Leon. He's about to say something. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I think all he just flat out ignores it and goes, you know, these cops are good people. No, I don't mean tr- <laughs> I, don't, I don't mean Trump. I mean, like, the shit that you hear from all their people. So if you go like, yo, man, it was crazy what happened <laughs> I mean, to so-and-so. That's, that's, that's what they all say. Like, <laughs> that's I work, true. I, I work in law enforcement, and I know some of these motherfuckers are shitheads. I, I, I talk to them every day. You know, like, and I'm the type of person where, I, like, I try to talk to them because I do want to know what people think. I don't care about people being racist. As long as you don't put your hands on me and all that shit, I'm fine. You can think what you want to think. I'll have a conversation with you. I'm legit in a blue fucking uniform with these young white kids who are out of the military, live in the suburbs, and the shit that they said to me about what they think about Dorchester, Rockford, and Mattapan, and I always go, have you ever been there? They go, no, I've never been there. <laughs> okay. Because I, yo, I, I, I told one white dude I work with, he's telling me about Dorchester. I said, first of all, you've never been there. I said, you know, I said, my net worth is probably four times yours. My daughter is on the dean's list in college. My second daughter just won youth of the year. My, I have a great family. I have a fucking backyard. I have a nice house. <laughs> like, but I guarantee if you ask him, he was just completely think I'm just some nigga working there because I got lucky. Like, this is what they think of us. Yeah. They all do not the Trumps the Trump and his supporters. This is what they think of all of us. What you yeah. got, Keon? Because I got two in the comments that are great. Well, <laughs> what I got is uh, well, what about them killing themselves? Okay, uh, that was in there. <laughs> black on black crime. <laughs> I never, I, I never owned a slave. Why is it on me? I've never owned a slave. You just benefit. Yeah, you, you just benefited from you know, it all. Just, that's the best one is when you tell them how they benefited and they fucking back down. They go, "Oh, I gotta go make some coffee or something." Yeah, yeah, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so, it's it's crazy to me because, um, one of the things I never see and is that you know these white dudes don't share these shootings. They don't share any of these police shootings at all, and then they don't share any of the Colin Kaepernick shit at all. But now it's all. You see people trying to squeak in some, oh, yeah, Black Lives Matter now. And I'm like, hold on. So this is a story that happened to me a couple weeks back. Somebody called me. And this was like after the George Floyd thing. And, you know, I did an episode on it. So the the arguments are the arguments and whatever. And he said, yeah, I mean, don't you know? What about the, the white dude that got shot? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's like, the dude in the hallway. And I go, are you talking about Daniel Shaver and Phillips Brailsford shooting in, in Arizona? He goes, yeah, I think that's it. And I go, that shit's on my wall two and a half years ago when it fucking happened. I was like, but if this is your Trump silo shit where everybody passes these old videos along, here's the difference between me and you. You never shared shit about Kaepernick. You never shared shit about Sandra Bland or Floyd or or Philando Castile or countless others. But I share it whether it's wrong or not, white or black. (laughs) <laughs> I watched I said I, I watched the whole hour and a half video what did you watch a two minute clip on fucking uh, Republican Army American flag dot com or some shit <laughs> I think that cop just got acquitted too no recently. not only yo not only did he quit it he fucking went back and sued the police department for mental damages and won wow yeah, yeah and I think that that goes right back to like everybody feels as though they have to pick a side yes right? So you look at like some of our friends who are white. Our personal experiences with them, we know they're good people, but they're posting some of that shit on Facebook too. So it, it took me to not be offended by it because I know they're just picking a side, right? 
they are, they're cool with us. We know they're good people. But look at the motherfuckers they hang with. They can't really come out and be like, Black Lives Matter. Because the motherfuckers they hang with ain't Black Lives Matter people. <laughs> well, Leon, you got to stop saying just because people are cool with us that they're good people. Just because they don't do sh- shitty shit around us, that don't mean they're good people. You know, I, I can tell you, this is a, this is a real story. I, I legit kept seeing that same type of shit on my timeline and de- just straight deleted somebody. I was like, I can't do this anymore. So then he come back after me, you know, and we was drunk. So he, he felt a little bit more courage to say some shit. But to me, I'm saying the shit no matter what. So it doesn't matter. And he goes, yeah, be careful because Ray will just delete you. And I pulled him in and I said something simple as this. I said, listen, the reason I fucking deleted you is because I know that person is fake. And if I leave you on there, I'm going to fucking hate you. But you're yeah. still the same person that goes to Costa Rica and gives a shitload of your shit away to kids like it's nothing. But how are you going to go there, give away all your shit, and then tell them they can't come in the country to use it with you? <laughs> that don't make no sense Thanks. to me. That's the American Thanks. way, baby. Which, which I think a lot of these people are being... Again, I don't think that these thoughts are their original thoughts. right? Because they have white skin and they, they were told they're white. You know, and then you got black people, you know, banging on social justice issues. They just want to fucking fit in instead of just shutting the fuck up. They have to say something. Mm-hmm. And they, they're just doing the opposite. I don't even know if they even believe the shit they say. It's good. So, you know, mm-hmm. this is, this is a, 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 a quick story. I thought I on my job and, and some dude came in and everything shut down. Buildings closed. There's something on the door that says... You know, you have to wear a mask to come in. Dude comes in, just walks in, opens the door, and he has no mask on. And I'm like, you got to have a mask on. He's like, yeah, I know. And then I'm like, no, like, before you go upstairs, I don't know who the fucking motherfucker is. So he starts walking up the stairs, and I'm like, you got to have a mask on. So he turns around and he goes, where's your mask? And I'm holding it on my hand, but we're closed. So if you're sitting down, you don't have to have that mask on. I'm like, if I walk up to the door, I got to have it on, address somebody, but you just walk in. So then this motherfucker goes, I go, when he says, who your mask? I go, it's right here. And they go, who are you? And then he starts going, I'm so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. I'll, you can call your boss and ask who I am. I'm like, all right, you know, my boss is Ralph. This <laughs> ain't going to be that crazy. So I said, <laughs> t- I, I, I stopped back and thought to myself, now, the motherfucker is like a doctor. Woo-wee. But he's also a felon. Ha-ha. I'm not. I'm a motherfucker that has an international event that helps over 300 kids a year. But now, for some reason, I have to feel like I'm not as important as you. Even though you're the fucking felon and I'm the motherfucker that's changing the world. That shit's insane to me. That I have to step off my pedestal to even address your stupid loser piece of shit ass. <laughs> and another another a funny story about that. When I started working at my job, right? You know, you there's always the guys who think, you know, they they're the hot shit. They think they can talk to people who are however they want to and you know. So I'm at my desk, somebody comes walking up, oh, um, what happened with this task or whatever? I'm like, I don't know. Ask your project manager. Oh, the project manager said it was it with you. No, it's not. It's with your project manager. I'm summarizing this. Mm-hmm. Summarizing this, or however the fuck you say it. He goes, well, I need someone to do this right now. Okay, go talk to your project manager, or you can do it. Oh, oh no, you're going to do it right now. Mind you, I don't know who this person is. I don't work for this person. So you, you already know me. I'm sitting there laughing at him. Um, yeah, no, I'm not going to do that right now. And you're going to need to go find someone else to do it or do it yourself. He goes, all right, I'll see what the GM has to say about this. I said, okay, well, go see what the GM has to say and tell him I said hello. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Like you, and it's all, you know what? It's always white people who have that 
kind of bravado as if they could just talk to anyone any way they want and and people were just going to bend over backwards for them and and after this guy left people on my team who has been part of the team before i joined it came up to me and said, oh my god i can't believe you stood up to him like that no one stands up to those people i'm like who <laughs> like i don't even know who the fuck he was so i don't really care like you know, you can't treat people like that, but you know, they get in power, no one does anything about it, there's no repercussion for these dudes acting like dickheads, and they carry that with them for the rest of their life. But if you was black, your ass would have been fired before he even got to the stairwell. For sure. Shit, you see the, the shit with the, the dude from Golden State, the owner or whatever, where the police just fucking straight lies on him and wouldn't let him sit on the sideline of the game, and he's on the board of the team? Yep. yep. That's crazy. Yep. Um, We'll go a little current, and I know Leon's going to love this one, so Cardi B, Leon, what's your take on that? I love Cardi B. All right, go ahead, Leon. Yeah, I actually love her, too. What? So, the the current situation, you know, the Divorce Out the Blue, the WAP um, song, all that. You, I, don't, I don't know if you saw that there's an article, basically, about, you know, Offset saying he was mad at her about putting out the song and constantly promoting it and they kept getting into arguments about it and that was ended up being the inevitable uh reason for the divorce i guess yeah well i mean let's just let's have some frank conversation like we would if we was this camera here. if offset cheated because he wanted to put his dick somewhere else let's cut that out right there not because of the video not because he wasn't cooking and cleaning when a man fucks somebody else because he wanted to period Mm-hmm. All right, let's just stop there. But that all that all those stories are just bullshit. Mm-hmm. Right? The song, the song itself, I don't know much about the music industry. I know my brother in law was doing that for a little bit, but it seems to me like that shit is controlled too. I would almost, I would almost bet she didn't even write that song, and they made her put that shit out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, uh, uh, there's a very with with people. I, as far as Cardi, like the difference between Cardi and Offset is Offset doesn't stand for shit to me at all he doesn't say anything and that's one of my biggest issues with Drake who I really love as an artist but he doesn't speak up for shit <laughs> yeah she actually does speak up and right and my, my issue when she does speak up is our people will go first of all he ain't black well she, what is she Puerto Rican they're, they're black if you want to use that classification they are black right yeah. or they go oh she sounds stupid or her voice sounds this you they focus on everything but, but the information yeah that yeah. is a big thing that happens all the time yeah. They do it to Kanye too. They do it to so no. F- f- I'll go on a lower level. Like you and we all know Nelson. I've seen Nelson get into arguments with people online, and absolutely destroy them and in information. So they know they got destroyed. They start going and picking at the way something was spelled that has grammar to try to make it look like, you know, that's completely mm-hmm. different from the information that you just got given. And I always harken back to that the Iverson uh, practice interview. You knew what he was saying. Don't try to act yeah. like you know what he's saying. Don't try to act and make it seem like he ain't smart just because it's it's said in different words because the information is what matters at the end of the day. So, I mean, one of the bigger things is the terminology behind anything. Do names really matter? We could all be fucking numbers. I could call you one and I could call you two and we would get used to it because people have names. It's another way. I'm looking at the comments. Ralph goes, Nelson argues? No. <laughs> um... But now you have a way where, you know, they've over time tried to make it seem like you're, you know, less refined than them. That's a grapefruit spoon. This is a shrimp fork. 
This is the way we talk. This is the way we dress, not realizing that the only reason you even know how to do that is because it was taught to you. <laughs> yep. But, but the thing right. about that is, though, is our people are now are doing it. We do it to each other. So, I mean, on, I, literally, for me, like writing so much shit out on Facebook has literally taught me how to write. Mm-hmm. Literally. I didn't like school. Like, I think I would be a great student now, but when I was growing, I didn't like school. Right? And you would see people out the same way. I would get into it with them. And they'd be like, oh, you misspelled this. Motherfucker, you know what I meant. I don't give a fuck that I didn't say there, there, or there the right way. You know exactly what but now we do it to each other, right? Because now, again, it's their system. Being educated is, you know, them validating you. You know, I remember when, when my brother went back to college, you know, and he graduated, right? I sat there when he graduated and fuck, I was in tears. So I'm proud of him, right? But I also said to my brother, I, I thought you were the most intelligent person I ever met in my life before you ever got your degree. And what he said back to me was, I didn't get my degree for them, I got it for myself. Think mm-hmm. of that, just those, that, those three couple sentences to each other. Now, you know, but, so that's, but, that, that is the thought up process. Uh, and a lot of people that go back to school for a second time are able to think like that. And, and what you said makes perfect sense because once you're locked in, like when I went to, to college for the second time, I went to RCC first. I didn't go fucking anywhere. I didn't go out. I was just there to do work. My fucking GPA yeah. was 3.8. You know, and people would look at me like, this nigga's crazy. He doesn't do anything. I'm like, I know what I'm here for. I'm not here to be mm-hmm. fucking around. I'm here to be successful in life. The fucking around time is over. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I, I get I exactly to, what you're saying about that. The college and completely was fucking around. No, that well, usually is that first time because people don't tell you what you're supposed to accomplish. But go ahead, Keon. Well... I would say that, well, I'm going to go back to my, what I was about to say, but just to touch on that. A lot of us go to college and we want to party and shit is because that's what the media shows us. They show us the white boys at their party and blah, blah, blah. So when you finally get there, you think that's what the fuck you're supposed to be doing. But before I was going to say that, I will say a lot of people mix education with intelligence. Just because you're educated, that does not mean you're intelligent. I work with people who have doctors that are fucking idiots. They're, they're morons. But yeah, it's like a robot them. almost. Yeah. It's that same silo that Lowe's talking about. You're you're a robot. You you know close yourself into a form of train of thought, and it's like, yeah, motherfucker, if I could lose weight, I would. Thanks though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's not that fucking easy all the time. Um, yeah. Let's talk some reparations, and let's start with Lorenzo. Whoa! I, I, I know. <laughs> Okay. I know right. Leon talks a lot about the, uh, in in uh, you know American uh, Indian heritage, and I don't kind of know how that factors in. So you can kind of chime in on that after low starts of how the reparations work. Of if you feel it's already past this time, or, or how you feel it could be rectified. All right. Hey, so ask Low one question first before you go. Yeah, go ahead. Hey, are your people from? Uh, are they American Indians or are they African? They're American Indians. Let's just put that out there. But in, <laughs> but in the context of reparations, we're talking about the specific, I, I mean, we're talking about who they consider black people, not African-Americans. Like, yeah. uh, like, like I have friends that are, that, that are from Nigeria that, that were born there and came here and now they're American. Those are African-Americans. Yeah. We're not African-American. My wife is an African-American now. Your son is an African-American to the truest tradition, well, to the truest right. of the world. <laughs> right, exactly. We are, we are American, as American as 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 you possibly can be. But in the context of 
reparations, what are you asking, Ray? Are you are you asking do we deserve it? What the payouts what the payout should be? What does it look like? Do I believe in it? All of that shit. Okay. Yes, absolutely. I believe in, in reparation, and where we have to start is, is the whole context of reparations for slavery, mm-hmm. because that's what they like. They love to. Oh, what you man? You lag the fuck out. Uh huh. With his super internet. Just about slavery. It's a. Oh, stop, motherfucker! We can't. We can't. Everything. We can't even hear you. You lagging out. That you got to finish that ceiling. Oh man! Yep. <laughs> got to put some drywall up there. Yo, can you can you log me in on um on my computer instead of my phone? Are you in the basement and try to go phone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, with his fucking super internet out out in the fucking woods. <laughs> <laughs> so well, I wait for you to log in your computer, love. We'll go back to you, but go ahead, Leon. All right. See, I, I think with reparations, right, I think uh, there's a lot of shit that goes into it. Like, the first thing is, do we want their money that really has no value? Right? There's no value to their money. There's only value because they tell you it is, and we uh, accept their system of money. The money that we use now is only from the 60s. I know people don't really realize that, but we were using silverbacks in the 60s. Federal Reserve note is very new. Mm-hmm. Right? So... Reparations? Do we want their money where they they can just flat out they can, they can give you trillions of dollars and then say, well, we're not going to use that currency anymore, right? The the everything ties to land. For me, if we want we gonna rep, we we're going to get reparations. I want I want land. Okay. I want our land back, and I want them to leave. <laughs> to go where? Wherever they come from. The Caucasus Mountains. No, but like, see that. I mean, they, the thing is like. We're allowing people to even have the conversation with us about reparations that literally was not here when any of this shit happened. Like, I, I looked up last night because I know we we're going to be talking. The, that's the another time on slavery. The first African immigrants that came to the United States was in 1965. Mm-hmm. The Italians came here in 1865. The Irish came here a little bit before them, but we were, even if we came from Africa, which uh, we didn't. We were here before all these people. Now these people are telling us what our history is. They're telling us what they're going to give us and what we're going to do. No. You leave, give us our land back, and let us uh, let us create our own shit and live off our own natural resources and deal with the world economy. You know, so, we're not uh, like, when you talk about land, what's 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 an amount of land, do you think? All, the, all of it. North, Central, South America, and the Caribbean islands is ours. But that's not even possible to control the governments in all those places because it's, it's broken down this country now. So how would you even start something that's like that? Well, I mean, you're, you're right. From a global standpoint, that's hard to do because of the government. But from a law standpoint, these governments are corporate uh, entities. They're not the government as we are taught. Mm-hmm. They're the corporations. Unquestionably. Like, let's just take the United States, right? You can look up the law. I had it written down last time and we didn't get to it. But the United States is on paper as a corporation and they have all these treaties signed with the American Indians. So they literally have have deals with us that they can operate on this land and use the resources and all that stuff. So it's not far-fetched to say that shit is over. The issue is we don't know that it applies to us. That, that's and the second issue to that, Leon, is they control who can identify that as an American Indian. If you want, you can go a little deeper into that. Because if they control those groups and the true American Indians can't enter them, 
legally, then you have no foot to stand on, even if they were to call you American Indian. Yep. I think the thing with that, with that too, Keon, is I have wiped out the term American Indian. People, we don't use it anymore, right? During the, during the Civil Rights, when Martin Luther King was killed, right, that, that Bill of Rights that, that, that came forth for the rioting, it's called the Indian Bill of Rights. Article 2 is the rights of Indians, right? They always called us American Indians, but now we don't use that term anymore. Nobody does. But when you look at the census, Native American is not on there. Nope. Right? The, the Native American is a Republican party. That's a political party. It started off as a political party, and the people who are Native American, some of them are indigenous American Indians, but they're using the term, the term Native American, which actually does have nothing to do with America. But so again, by the by the law, but basically by saying by the law on paper, even saying Native American does not refer to you. So that it's like making a word. So even if you fought it in the law, it's like, what are you talking about? You said you're American Indian. This refers to Native Americans. <laughs> exactly. But again, if you look at the, if you look at the census, right? I just filled out the census for my family, and me, you know, me and my brother doing our genealogy. I couldn't wait to fill out the census. You know, I can put down my my side of the family's tribe, and my wife doing her genealogy. That's fine. All her people down in Mississippi in tribes on American Indian islands, born and raised. So I put down every tribe from both sides under my kids. So the census has a uh, it's called Rule Seventy Two, I think. Right, Keon, Rule Seventy Two. I'd have just for seventy two years once it's done. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like the census that we just took in twenty twenty, your 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 descendants won't see that for seventy two years. That's law. Why? Yeah, that's crazy. Right? They don't want you to see it. But when, when my fourth generation from now sees us, that shit is going to say American Indian. They don't yep. even, Native American is not even an option on the census. You can't put that down. What yep. you, so, reparations, Keon. <laughs> for me, I would... For me, I would say tie it back to the land. And I want them to provide all the resources they provided everyone else that came here and got it for free. Give me back my land and give me all the resources that I needed to cultivate that land and build an industry. That's what I want. Because that's what they gave everyone else. They can, and they can stay if they want. I don't have a problem with that. Leon does. It's not about, for me, it's not a, uh, it's not a racism issue or, a hate it, or, a, or hatred or anything like that. My thing is, we have people on our land telling us how to operate our shit. That's a problem for me. Right? So again, like I, on Facebook, I had um, I put up a post about immigration, right? And how I was against immigration. I legit had people delete me and had people inboxing me. I'm disappointed in you and all that shit. It's like, first of all, right? One of them was somebody that we know who's Haitian. When I, when I speak of an immigrant, I'm not talking about somebody who came from Haiti. That is America. But I know mm -hmm. they didn't understand that. So I explained it to them. And we, you know, we, we got over it. Um, no, he got over it. Yeah, yeah, he got over it. I didn't have an issue at all. Um, if you know, if you're from, you know, Cape Verde, those people came from America. Some of the people came from America and went to Cape Verde and just came back. You don't see a Cape Verdean anywhere else in the United States but Boston. Yeah, you see, yeah, him, right? you see him sprinkled around. It's weird. It's, it's like yeah, people yeah. in Florida don't even know what Cape Verdean is. I didn't. You tell, I, you tell I, Cape Verdeans that and, and shit. I'm from Connecticut. I'm from Connecticut, and I, and, and I had no idea what it was until, until I came to Boston. I thought it was Spanish. I don't even know what Connecticut is. Yeah. But, <laughs> and listen, man. Up, 
people took it as me like not wanting em- immigrants coming to the country. Like we travel, we go to Costa Rica, we love our people there, people we build relationships with. All I'm saying is, give me back my land, let me build up my way of government, and then let me decide who comes here. Because all those immigrants that come here, Mexicans, whoever, I'm not saying they're bad people. I don't think they're murderers and none of that shit. But they're weaponized against the black man in America. And black people are too fucking nice. You don't have jobs because they're in here for a while complaining about slave laws, complaining about low wages. And now you want your minimum wage to be $25 an hour. And that Mexican that they're going to bring in is going to work for fucking $4. I don't have to hate him to know that that does not benefit but because people don't think anymore, I say I'm against immigration, they think it's, I, I hate them. No, he's going to come work for $4 and I want my $25 minimum wage. That, that, that doesn't go together. Yeah, I mean, that, it's, it's, it's kind of, you're, you're mashing everything together because, once again, if you got your plan of, of land all throughout the Americas, you know, from, from Canada down to South America, then... That doesn't even those two things don't even go together. It's like that is a land. If you're owning all that land, then they're not even immigrants anymore. But I think because of kind of where we are in the United States, everybody thinks immigrants mean Mexican at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. When again, white people are coming over here by the million, and but nobody talks about it. So low, you never got to talk more about that reparation. So go ahead and um. Yeah. So so I kind of missed out on what um, Leon and Keon said a little bit as I was getting set up but for me I think the conversation has to get away from the aspect that again white people like to hang their hats on is slavery oh you want reparation for slavery that goes to oh I didn't own a slave or it was oh it was 400 years ago no that was the beginning and then in between there we had you know 300 years of domestic terrorism, Jim Crow laws, redlining. I mean, the list goes on and on, which they know about. They know about these things, right? So that's where we have to start. And I think that's where H.R. 40 starts. Um, the, legisl- the, the, le- the legislation that's been put forth for the last 30, 30 40 years that kept getting shot down by all the white people in Congress. Um, just having that conversation and doing a study of it and seeing the effects of what the government what government sponsored domestic terrorism has done to black people you mm-hmm. start there um 40 acres and a mule you can monetize that that's very simple 300 grand 300 grand for for, for every black person in this country that w- so i mean one of, one of the biggest things that you missed was was leon saying he doesn't want money because they could give you all your money and then just say that we're not using money anymore after that um for me, what it is is, and I, I've talked extensively about this because it's literally the perfect time, is to give all um, black minorities a uh, the licensing to medical marijuana dispensaries or to marijuana dispensaries in every single state. Um, so once they federally legalize it, instead of giving it to Big Pharma, they give you the licensing and you do with it what you want. Because I know you hear, uh, you know, pick yourself up by your bootstraps. And I know we all know a motherfucker that is not doing shit with his life, is not taking care of his kids, so that motherfucker doesn't deserve reparations. I don't give a fuck what it is. I'm like, you stay your ass at home and do what you want to do, but you have the license in case you do want to get up and do it, because once you do that, it will be like Native Americans. The people with the money will knock on your door, 
and say, hey, I got this plan, uh, and I'll build a dispensary. I'll fund it, and all you got to do is sit back and collect your percentage. And then over time, that comes with the real estate because it's a building that you have set up. And, and, and uh, by the way, speaking of dispensary, shout out to Vlad and to Jeff that's getting their dispensary started up. I think their license just got okayed for, for Massachusetts. Oh, that's great news. That's dope. Mm-hmm. That's dope. Yeah, shit. Yes, I, I mean, yeah. For me, just give me, just give me the cash that I'm old, man. Cut the check. I know you don't want to. Um, I get it. Yeah, they could change up the entire monetary system. That would destroy all their businesses as well. That's just the way that I see it. Mm-hmm. Um, just from a generational standpoint, we were locked out of, of building that generational wealth, and I think that's where it would, it, it would begin. Don't get me wrong. You have cynics. My cousin is one of them. We, we um, last thanks. Given matter of fact, we had a big argument of it because she was like, "You can't give three hundred grand to." I'll use her word, niggas. You can't give three hundred grand to niggas mm-hmm. because they're gonna spend it on wild stuff, and then you know it, it, it's gonna be one generation, and and then it's gonna be gone. And that's for them to make that decision because I know that if myself, if I had three hundred more thousand, um, by the time I'm gone, that would be millions for my children. That's just the way that it would be. I hate that and that's fucking how logic. It works for, for everyone else. I, I'm really so tired of of somebody thinking that they can throw that logic on an entire fucking amount of people. And that everybody's just niggas. Like, I get it. The the Dave Chappelle skit was funny, but the shit's not true. You got plenty of people that are smart as fucking shit that'll turn that shit into real estate right away. You'll also have a bunch of motherfuckers running around with 15 bags of Jordans. That's fine. That's just going to boost my business because I'll sell you those Jordans. (laughs) What you going to say, Keon? What's what's interesting is the people who say shit like that, oh, they're just going to give it to a bunch of niggas and this and that. What is their opinion about when white people came here and got free land and the resources to cultivate that land? Do you think they were asking them, oh, are you a good person? Are you a cracker? No, they didn't give a fuck. If you was white, they were giving you land and they were giving you the resources. No one asked if you was a good person. No one asked what you was going to do with it. You just had to be white, basically. Shit, Ty, right. Ty Cobb's right. in the fucking Baseball Hall of Fame. He killed the fucking guy. They ain't asking anybody was good. They they was probably asking, okay, have you smallpox blankets to at least five natives this week? Good. Here's your land. Like that's how yep. crazy shit was back then. It wasn't your character. That's why I hate now when everybody wants to act like, oh, it's all about your character. No, it's not. Cause you blackballed To. What was his character? He wasn't some motherfucker <laughs> going around raping and killing people. Yeah. Right. right. No, no. And, and I just think that a lot of this stems back to the root of the problem. You know. Oh, it's uh. Well, maybe if the black father was at home, well, you pumped drugs into the black father's neighborhood. That neighborhood, which you told him he can't leave, you 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 created a system to where he couldn't leave that neighborhood, right? And then let's go further back. His his grandfather or or, or his great grandfather owned land. You hung him and took his land. Now had now had that trickle down effect not happened, that black man that now you're saying is not home, not taking care of his kids, would be in a completely different situation. So you have to start at the root of these problems. And personally, I think. Cut the check, you know what I'm saying. Let us decide our own future from there on. That's that's the way I view it. That's my view on reparations. Do I think it's ever going to happen? Hell no. So, um, well, part of that is nationality, though, right? You're running around calling yourself black. Black in law means that you're civically dead, so you have no rights to anything. So once you stop calling yourself black, reparations might get might be put on the table. The Jews got reparations. Native Americans who are not even from here, they got money, they got casinos, all this shit. Japanese. We don't have slave owners. Yeah, but those they all have nationality. That that's what this world operates nationality. Right? 
you can't go to any courtroom and say you did me wrong, but I'm a black man. It's over. <laughs> right? No, 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 no. And, and and I think that comes back to something I was thinking about earlier. Black people, or whatever you want to, whatever you want to call us, we're Native Americans. We're the only people who, that I know of on the planet, that had had our history dictated to us. This is who you are. You came out, and they've taught you from birth until now what your history is. Your history began on a slave ship. They can't prove it. Just put it in a book and, and, and said, "This is what it is." Yeah, we're gonna just we're just gonna keep saying it until blah 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 until that, that's it. Right. It's the same. I don't know if you you heard the episode where I said why do people believe that dinosaurs look like reptiles? It's the same fucking thing because of Jurassic Park. We think of, we believe that shit forever now. Somebody recently came out with a theory that said they look like goddamn birds, and we looked at it like they were fucking stupid. What do you mean? Can't be Jurassic Park. Like that, that's yeah. what our minds are literally telling us. But it, it goes right back to again. You know, talking about us, the people who like Lo just said, the people who gave us our history and wrote the books, they weren't even here. You got motherfuckers telling you what a dinosaur looks like that never seen a fucking dinosaur. <laughs> but have us convinced that they had by the way that it's said. So, Leon, when is, um, as far as what you have is done in your research, what is your first account, you think, of people being in the Americas as far as uh, North America, the United States, as far as um, the years? They... They have um, archaeologists that are basically going, they have like this new technology, I don't really know the name of it, but it's like helicopters that have like this, uh, this like radar on it, and they basically, they, they're going over Central America and Mexico, all the like the ruins and shit that are um, just kind of like, basically just trees, just trees and shit now that's over them, mm -hmm. and they're estimating that there was civilization here at least 150,000 years ago, 100,000 years ago. So, in, as far as, like, 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 North America and the history that you've traced it back to, like, not talking about fossils and shit, but when there was, like, civilizations and people walking around um, that you felt could actually move back and forth and make it there by boat or, or by other means? I mean, in, in my opinion, I think it's always been that way because the boats were just... They would just cut down trees and make it a canoe. People have always, you know, went on water and went to different lands and the islands and all that stuff that shit is what humans do right i mean it's not even that that concept we think is new because we have airplanes and we have cars these people were able to get around and all that shit thousands of years we we, we can't say people couldn't get around but somebody migrated here from africa which one is it what's so um can you all see my screen yet or no yeah i, I mean i see the regular screen uh, yeah 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 just the regular one the skype so you can't see my shit but you can see it on the Facebook because I know you're a big map guy Leon I saved this one for you I'm putting it up now gotta put low back down yeah, yeah now we can see it you can see that map yep this map is called the Piri Reese map it was drawn in the 1500s I want to say it was 1550 um you see that at the bottom that's Antarctica which was not discovered until 1820 <laughs> so how the fuck did that happen wow. <laughs> well again like from from a from a scholarship standpoint, they're telling us it wasn't um, discovered until 1820. But then you telling me there was nobody there. So that's, if there's somebody there, the shit was discovered. Discovered is white people shit. No, that's well, yeah, unquestionably that the map looks like it's written in Arabic. So I mean, that's obviously somebody who was a voyeur and got to that point where they said they they basically compared a bunch of different maps that they had found at the time. So somebody has seen that landmass. 
But then they're going to tell me now from 1550, another 300 years that you didn't go and say, oh, now we know what Antarctica is here. And that's because that's the only map that it's in ever until after 1820, which is fucking crazy. Yeah, but again, there's, there's historically maps out of over that. I mean, they, they tell you about Christopher Columbus, 1492, which was a bunch of bullshit, but that was how long before that? I mean, these and they had maps. Like, these people, they knew they were going. It's been mapped out, mm-hmm. right? Because the first people that drew maps were the board. And, you know, the people from, you know, Morocco and all that shit in Spain, they were the first, you know, people who drew maps. Thousands of years older than any Christopher Columbus story. Oh yeah, without question. That, and that's what it was. Like, so that, that's how those maps got created over those times. So you're a hundred percent right. But I mean, like I said, something as 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 you know, you ain't taking a fucking canoe through Antarctica. <laughs> but, but, you know, I, I, I got one for you guys. That's that's even crazier. All these old maps are aerial views of these continents. How the fuck did they see it? Yeah. We talk. I mean, we talked about it the other day. You look at Peru. You look at Egypt. Is is two basically tombs where they have drawn a solar system on the fucking wall and have it mapped out as to where we don't even have an understanding now, and we have fucking telescopes. <laughs> so it's it's crazy to me. And there's ones where they've drawn alt- other dimensions than the ones that we're in. So obviously there's some type of relation. And and even with like the 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 sun thing, I attribute that to kind of what we're supposed to be because everybody you know is like oh when are we going to take the next step as far as being a human but we've put a lot of things me and my wife talk about this all the time this is what weed will do to your brain um fucking something like stonehenge why are we sitting there looking at it it could be something that's supposed to be completed and then when it's supposed to be completed it turns into whatever we think it's supposed to be but everybody's just like yeah look at those rocks those are there it's cool how they're there but there's some point where we didn't take the message from the, the the people that came before us and grow. We just stayed the same. And to me, it's like now, like we said earlier, you know, you say anything outside the norm, you look fucking crazy because it's like, no, 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 just leave those stones there. They're fine there. When if you're the guy, you you if you had an idea and you had a plan, you said, you know what? I know for a fact that if we complete this shit in this certain way, it turns into this. You still couldn't do it. Uh-huh. Because that country would look at you like you're fucking crazy. Well, Ray, this goes into you. I think as a species that we've regressed in terms of intelligence. And just because we can't understand how things were done in ancient times doesn't mean fucking aliens did it. It just means that we're not smart enough to know how they worked, that how they did it. Mm-hmm. I mean, for that, I think it's a combination of both. Um, whether... the the. It, Alien to me is not like some fucking green dude with, with hands. It could essentially be us. I mean, for all we know, uh, there's theories where we supposedly left Mars and, and came here over however long ago. But that would, or that you got a different uh, idea of knowledge that moved you forward. I think, uh, what's his name? Warner Vern Braun. I talk about this all the time. This his spaceship technology that we fly to the moon with is the same technology from the late 60s that we use now. And if you think about fucking, when computers came out, you had a floppy disk that were like this big. So in a period of time that, you know, from the 80s to now, you're talking about a tape deck machine that is the size of a vending machine to hold one gigabyte of data. And now you could put 300 gigabytes of data on a micro SD card, but yet we're still using the same rocket technology? That makes no fucking sense. Oh, and I, I was actually going to talk about that, right? From the standpoint of technology in America, well, sorry, in the United States, they suppress everything. 
So we really don't, part of me wants to say humans are basically, we haven't really grown at all, but I don't necessarily agree that 100% because I think the government has these ancient technologies. There's no way, this is what they did. They went everywhere, they discovered everywhere, they stole everything. So those ancient, um, uh, all the ancient uh, theories on science and sun and the solar system, these white people know it. The white, the powers to be, they know it. They use that shit, they just don't give it to you. Right, look at let's just look at like uh look at Japan. They have cell phones and shit in Japan that they just sit the cell phone on and the fucking screen comes up 3D and you can watch the shit 3D. Why don't we have that? Because they don't want us to. Yeah, well, and I mean in America they tell us everything is a security risk, which is why when when they're like, oh, Amazon's going to deliver packages by drone, I'm like, they'll never let that shit happen in the United States. Nope. Never, it might be in a small town, but they're going to just let drones fly all over your head, fly all over everywhere because oh. they're trying to protect everything. But with that being said, Leon, um. That doesn't mean that the, the the those people certainly don't control every aspect of the world. You know, obviously, in places like Russia, we don't have control over it. In other places where they do hold, like one of the biggest telescopes in the world is in Puerto Rico. Um, and then there's other things, obviously, throughout different places in the world where they protect it. The Amazon, they don't know what the fuck's going on in there. There could be shit so in there that we don't know what it is. Well, let me ask you guys this: When you say they don't run the world. Do you like what exactly do you mean by that? Because for me, wherever there's an America, whatever, wherever on the planet that they're using the United States currency, they're being controlled. Russia are included. If they're using our currency, I, I just I look at the world and it's just like all these motherfuckers in cahoots. They all down with each other. Oh, that's for yeah. sure. But I mean, like yeah. the smaller level of where, like once, like that Sentinelese Island. <laughs> Where if you yeah. go there, you get killed. <laughs> there's places like that in the Amazon. There's places like that in the rainforest in Puerto Rico. And it's like, those people could be protecting something that those other people just don't know anything about. And, and we'll never get there because it's being protected as such a secret. Like when you watch those movies and you're like, I'm going to take you down to the special place. And they got stuff set up like this. And, and, and we never kind of know what it is because it's an inner, inner secret. Just like when I was talking to the, the episode in Haiti. Those rich white people don't know anything about that powder that you get blown in your face. That's old tradition that's passed down that they learn about it and how to do it. And us in, a, in, in in the United States, at least, have completely lost track with that. And we're always paying attention to what the new shit is and what the new phone is and what everything is to try to... And Keon said it perfectly. We're taking in so much information to be dumber. It makes no fucking sense to me. Right. But, right. You take, you, but, you, but we're taking in bullshit information. Pharrell. So, but, but if there's so much information that it's hard to go, oh, I'll take this and I'll take that. Oh, we, we have to take it all in. And that, that silo that Lorenzo's talking about, it's like ignorance is bliss. You know what? All I need, all I need is my, my gun. And if somebody breaks into my house, I'm going to shoot them. And guess what? I get gas at this gas station from John. And like that, it's, it's like in the matrix. You want to go back in and just yes. remember these five fucking things and everything's good for you in your brain because you got a bunch of other people thinking that same stupid shit as you. But for us, it's more of a struggle and it's more of a rack on your brain because you want to know everything. Because you know how deep-rooted your history is and you want some of that history to be part of your life. It's like, yo, I feel like there's something that we could do where you unlock... Um, one of the biggest things when I was talking about the sun, they say that the lack of the sun, which um, there's theories about your pineal gland, which is in your head right here, that actually is your almost interdimensional connection to other people and as we get less sun we get less vitamin D and we stay in more cold weather off the equator line it ends up encrusting over especially in um, black males so that you're not able to use it or even harness what it's supposed to be for if that's what it's for 
Man, we about to we about to dive deep here, man. We about to dive deep. Hold on, let me jump in real quick on the whole alien <laughs> conversation. You know what I'm saying? But but Ray did, did just um touch on the point with the whole um the whole was it the the penal gland? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it's supposed to be our third eye, and there are theories about um the toothpaste that we use and and, and fluoride and how that's supposed to crystallize it for us not to be able to utilize that. Touching on to on on Leon's point, um. Being able to have different maps shown from a from a sky view, I absolutely believe in aliens. Do I, I do I know what they look like? I have, I have no idea. On unidentified flying objects, I've seen them firsthand. When I lived in Florida back in back in '96, '97, me and my sisters were walking home from um from the they were, they were at the playground. I was playing basketball, and we looked up in the sky. It was it was, it was dark right before we got to our apartment. And there were three giant-sized triangles just spinning in the air, just spinning. Lit up. Florida is a lot crazy of a thing because that's where JFK uh, Space Station is. So I walked out yep. one day, I saw the same shit, and I had to go and look, and it was a launch. So like, there's yeah. actual yeah, launches yeah. from here. So you could be like, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was outside. Um, many people in the complex were outside. The the policemen received a whole bunch of. Uh, calls that night. I actually looked it up like a couple of years ago, and and there's actually a, a log about it, about that specific event that happened. Um, and then just looking back to pyramids and shit, where they have pictures on the wall that look like our our modern day helicopters and things of that nature. Um, we've we've absolutely been visited. Um, I I believe that the sightings went up by exponential um, amount after we developed our our nuclear bomb capability. Um, there's stories about back in the day when there was the Cold War and, and we, we were firing up our missiles and Russia was firing their missiles up and lights came out and shut the missiles down. There's no there's every, yeah, no every way, single missile station. <laughs> right, right, right. There's no way in, in in a universe galaxy this large that we're the only intelligent being that comes to to that brings me to my theory, and my theory is time. The way that we view time is just something that we kind of created up. To be honest with you, and I think that when we look out in the space, um, think about if you looked in a telescope right now and you, and and you looked uh, I don't know hundreds of uh, thousands of light years away, and a star exploded. By the time you saw it, that star could have exploded millions of years ago. That's time travel. So what we view as aliens could actually be us coming back saying, "Hold up, hold up, don't let me shut this shit down so you don't fucking kill all of us." <laughs> it could be it, it could be us coming back saying, "Okay, now you're ready for this technology," or or or, or, or maybe you aren't ready for this technology. It's other theories about why we haven't been back to the moon. Mm-hmm. It's been what 50, 60 something years. They're saying that That's basically, we're well, saying that we're on an um that we're on an embargo that we're not allowed to leave because we're fucking dangerous. <laughs> we are. We haven't reached a certain level of of self of self actualization. We're still trying to kill each other over what. We're all in. All, everyone on this planet should all be working towards a common goal, and we're not. <laughs> I've, I've heard people say that there won't be true unity until we see some aliens trying to kill us. Yeah, right. <laughs> At that point, we that have got no out. shot. Yeah, I'll be. I'll be quick. My theory on aliens is quite simple: the human race is fucking terrible. So there's no way you can tell me that we're the only intelligent life in the fucking cosmos. That's just that's just not logical. And then that's that's my theory on aliens. <laughs> <laughs>
just think about yo, just think about the human race and how terrible the human race is. Uh, you're gonna try to tell me that we're the most intelligent thing that the that the cosmos can create? Get the fuck out. This that's no way. Yeah. No way. Fake. No way. That's how simple it is for me. <laughs> what you got, Leon? I was gonna say I watched this documentary about um if comets was gonna hit Earth and destroy Earth. And they were saying that basically they would know um they would know years in advance that that comet was going to hit Earth and how like rich people basically would leave Earth and leave us here to basically die. But the, They got they, moves about that. Yeah. What they were saying was if they would build spaceships big enough to basically to save the human race but they would have to go to another galaxy. They said traveling at the speed of light it would still take us 70 years to get to those other galaxies. It's longer than that. I think it takes 70 years just to get to Pluto. That's fucking crazy. That's crazy. yeah, just to just right. to break the. So that's where you they look at it. So when when Lorenzo was talking about like in Egypt where they seen the there's like ships on the wall and helicopters and shit. There's a documentary where they build life scale models. Me and my wife were watching it of those planes and then they throw them in the air. All they did is add like a small propeller to the end of it and the shit actually flies. So that, that's that, some stuff that's even crazy, but um. Basically, two more topics before we finish up, because obviously people are going to go watch football and shit like that. Um, and Leon's going to be obviously the only one, well, me and Leon, that, that can answer this, because obviously you guys aren't, kids really aren't at that point yet. But what's your advice with um, that you give to your children when dealing with the police? Oh, that's a tough one. It's <laughs> a tough one because I don't want my kids to live their life in fear. But I all move correctly. What kids all the time is on the side of the road is not the time to fight anything, right? The place the, the court in the field is the courtroom. Mm-hmm. That's why they call it a court. So you deal with the police, you take your ticket and then you go to court and you and that's where you go to war at. You know, you, you know the law and you go to you go to court. On the side of the road with some fucking dude with a gun who can say you did anything it's just not smart. I, I don't care how people look at it. It's not intelligent moves on you know, the side of the road fighting with these cops because they're getting away with fucking killing you. So it's not like, oh, if he kills me, he's going to go to jail. That's not even going to happen. He's going to be fucking dead. So we ask him to survive and help That's basically, you know, you don't got a yes sir, ma'am, but you don't have to be an asshole either, right? I try to teach my kids that you, and, and it's something that you guys know me very well. I'm learning still at 39 years old is to control myself to be able to, to control other people. Literally, somebody wants to fight you and you go, hey, listen, man, I, I, I got a problem with you. Right? It's not, it's not, that, that, that doesn't make you scared or, or a bitch. But you just control that person and have them walk away. They, can, they may be still calling you a sucker, but you, but you got out of the situation by just being able to control yourself and think. I don't think I've been in a fight since I was 17. <laughs> I mean, the last thing I got into a, like a fight with a whole wedding party three years ago, but that wasn't really a fight. That was just me, like, yo, so everybody stop, calm down. Um, but well, uh, that's a lie. It's a video oh, knocking. You seen the video? God damn it! Oh, <laughs> look, I don't know what you're talking. Look at Hillary. Listen, we got the internet. I, I heard you say something about rich people getting in a silo. I know a guy on this podcast that has a story about that, but I'm not gonna put the pressure on him. You know what I'm saying? Low. <laughs> rich people? What? To, the the 2012 uh, hideaway secret oh, pod? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I I was gonna bring that up. I. I 
I was just. I, I didn't, I didn't know if you could talk about it. <laughs> you, sw- you you switched up the whole subject on it, man. I I, I was absolutely like, yeah, man, drop that bomb on y'all. They got them ships ready, man. <laughs> hey, you can drop the bomb, and we'll move on to the last one of the night. Go ahead, drop that bomb. Hey, Lo- yes, Lowe's one of the uh, honorary black people on the ship. He ain't trying to fuck that. Just, hey, just take my. You can leave me. Just take my kids, all right. <laughs> I sneak them in, man. I sneak them in. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. So some, so I won't use names or anything. You know, I, I keep everybody protected. But yeah, no, somebody I know, you, you know, um, works for those people. They, 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 they work for billionaires, and they've seen exactly what you, what, what Leon was just describing. When uh, around like 20, 2010, 20, 2011, you know, when when they're predicting that things could go south in, in 2012, um, this person, firsthand knowledge, saw the shit that they, that that they're building. They, they they took them out there. They were that tight, and and yet that person's on the list was on the list. They were like, yeah, um, you're all set. You know, if things should happen, they, they, there's going to be a number that calls you. They'll pick you up, and you'll be safe. So so a thousand percent. They're planning for this. When it does go down, when when things do go left, these people will be leaving us to fend for ourselves. Trust me. Oh yeah. You know sure. it's gonna you know it's gonna be great. <laughs> when they land wherever they land, I hope the uh the species there is intelligent enough to know, hey, you guys have probably a bigger population. Where's the other people? And they go, Oh, we left them and they just fucking annihilate all of them right there. <laughs> Uh, that the, the that the post I was talking about the planes Lynette just posted in the comments if you want to see it when they build those life scale models of of the kind of shit they found through throughout history um <laughs> fucking so I guess to the last question of the day so everybody can go and, and, and get their non Colin Kaepernick football fix um is the internet a good thing Keon yes and Yes, I think it is. That's your answer, motherfucker? Can I get some explanation as to why? Because obviously there's a bad aspect of it. Oh, okay. All right. I, I thought this was a yes or no round. You didn't put it, yeah, you didn't put any context. But um, I would say yes only because of the uh, information that we can get by um, when using it. It um, before the internet, you couldn't, re- unless you had a library card or a dictionary in your house, there wasn't many ways for you to learn anything unless someone taught you. Now, if you were someone like yourself who wants to go out and find knowledge and find how to do things, you can do that because of the internet. Without the internet, unless you knew someone, you you know, you was picking corn. <laughs> Just like your grandfather. Lorento. Yeah, you know, after listening to Keon's answer, I'm, I'm kind of teetering a little bit. I was going to say a hard a hard no, to be honest with you. I feel like social media and internet have, have driven people further apart than they've ever been before. I used to go outside w- with my friends every day and, and, and play outside. Now people connect over Facebook and they're sitting inside. As far as the information goes, there's just as much misinformation out there as, as there is accurate information. Mm-hmm. So it's driving... <laughs> I'd like to say it's driving normal people's decision, but it's driving our president's decision. He makes decisions off off of false information that that he see in a, in a tweet or something like that. So, um, I think just like dynamite, when dynamite was created, it it was made with the with with, with the intention to be used to to blow up mountains and and make roads in the country. The internet, I think, in, in its original conception, 
was supposed to be something exactly what Keon said to be able to, to, to provide information to anyone who, who wants to seek it, but it's been weaponized against us. As we saw in that in that in that documentary that you watched. That was a fire that was, that was a fire take right there. That's a clip. I'm I'm that's a clip right there. That's a goddamn clip right there. I'll end this whole fucking show. Just so you know, we got the, we got the internet from the military, so it's always been militarized. It was a way for them to communicate through well across space quickly. Um, right. So that's how we got the internet. I mean, the American people paid for it, and that's one of the reasons why we have access to it. But it was a military tool first. It wasn't meant for us to really, you know, use it to share information and talk to one another. But anyways, right, I digress. right, 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 right. But then just the evolution of it. It's been weaponized towards the public. We now we now carry around this every day. That it allows us to track us wherever we go. We can't yep. without. We can't live without it. We don't leave without it. We're constantly on it. We spend. We, sp- we probably spend more time on uh, on this thing than than we do sleeping or, or or any other thing that we do in our lives. Which is which is crazy when you sit back and think about it. That time used to be spent with family or, of of around dinner tables, um, communing with your friends. Now it's on the phone, so I'm saying I'm 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 back on my side. No, it's, it's it's not a good thing. All right, I'm gonna text you to see if you want to go play golf later. Right? Don't you dare! That's not the internet. <laughs> now nah, I'll just have to do it on like a uh, Facebook Messenger or some shit. Leon, yeah, I don't want to drive either. You know, send In that it? carrier pit. <laughs> send Paul Revere. <laughs> Leon, the red coats are coming. Is the internet a good thing? <laughs> Uh, for me, it's a it's an amazing thing, right? I mean, I think the issue of information is how we interpret it and how we use it. It's, the information is not the problem because we've been oppressed because of the lack of information. So why we can't now turn around and say that the internet and what it provides is an issue? The issue, like Rowanki on both said, is how we interpret information and how it's being used. There's a lot of misinformation out there. So if you're only reading one side, you know, or you can't sit there, you know, and get the information and decipher what's what, well, then, it's, then it, can be a bad, it can be a bad thing. But for me, I would have never known my heritage if it wasn't for information online and being able to go to the Library of Congress and go see these documents. Because, again, that's the shit that they hid from us. Literally, right? I mean, I know we're about to go. The town that the Keon and I's mother's from, it's so small. Right now, it's the third poorest town in America, right? Those people probably never read pretty much anything. Not that they couldn't read, but like the documents that we're looking at and we can maps and shit. When, when would they ever have seen that? They don't. They barely have the internet now. I gotta go. I gotta go sit in the fucking churchyard to call home when I'm down there. The church has the Wi-Fi. <laughs> Yo, it's crazy you said that because I want to, and, and we'll do this on the next on on the next episode. I want to talk. Um, and I'm going to do some extensive research because what I didn't get to get to is the you talking about basically um, every vegetable in Af- Africa right now being from America. I have it traced down to three kind of native vegetables that are from Africa, and I'm currently reading a book about it. So that as well as the languages um, that original American Indians we're speaking at the time so i'm going to do some research on that we can all do some research on that and kind of break that down when we get to the next episode as far as the internet for me um it is an incredible tool but it, it has really got us into the point where 
our emotions are, are so up and down based on kind of what we see and we're not even realizing how much it affects our state of mind on a regular basis so i know like even from time to time unfortunately i have to use it to make money so i can't just shut it down at times like my wife would just be like i'm shutting that shit down and i'm like damn i want to shut it down too but <laughs> you, you know that at the end of the day you want to reach out and and kind of what the the communication is one of the biggest things that changes like i can literally pick up the phone and call you know one of my manufacturers in china where that phone conversation even 10 years ago might have been a thousand fucking dollars for me to stay on the phone for that long and be able to do business like that it's like remember in american gangster we keeps having to go to the payphone with a bunch of coins to call the motherfucker to get the, the heroin shipment in like <laughs> that shit now you got you know and you got joey in the comments when when the the quarantine shit first happened doing a fucking bingo and making money like that shit like the ability to make money if you're willing to take advantage of the right things has changed so much as is to where like Keon said we don't gotta be picking corn no more and sometimes I look at people and I just go you're just being fucking lazy because there's a lot of ways now I'm not saying you can go out and be a, a billionaire a millionaire you can I mean maybe if I save my money the right way I could be on that path but I haven't learned how to do that yet so I have to tell somebody that does save their money the right way how they can make money in easier ways and set up stuff that's easier because you see a lot of things online where they just promote it and they promote it. So it's almost like a rebranding. You're like, what the fuck is that? And then I'm like, oh, I click on the site and they're like, oh, it's going to take, you know, three weeks to get to you. And I'm like, oh, you're just middlemaning from China. I see. Mm -hmm. But you've made it look better. You've spruced it up. And it's they're great ideas. I, I never hate on those type of ideas because it's what, you know, people have been doing to us for, you know, hundreds of years. Just changing shit up. And um, selling you something when they're not even doing the hard work behind it. Shit, selling us shit that we made. <laughs> to, to be quite honest, so I do. I, I um, I like the internet. I think it's a great tool. Um, I think because aside from the internet, if you're saying shit's fake now, as we go forward and they make these deep fakes of videos and shit like that, it's gonna be fucking a thousand times worse. It's gonna be like, no, that motherfucker didn't say that. That's not even him. Like Mission Impossible. Um, but. In my take, you know, like I said, next we, we there's so much shit to talk about. I didn't even get to a whole page of shit. So yeah, yeah. yeah. A, and Lorenzo disappeared for 45 too. minutes. So we'll we'll definitely uh, set up, get everything um, in order for, for for the next one and talk about a whole different level of shit. But definitely another great episode, uh, another great amount of information. You guys have any closing comments? Please go ahead. Yeah, I'll go first. Uh, Lynette had put some uh, articles in. Uh, the comments in regards to how American Indians were erased. Um, I'm not sure if she's aware, but she probably is, but those who are listening, uh, one of the articles said something about non-tax Indians not being included on a census, which is true, but also find out what happened to the census that did include all non-tax Indians. It included everyone in the United States, and it got burnt in a fire at one of the U.S. buildings, and it was the only census that he destroyed. The only census that tied back all the original people. They were like, get everything out of here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that one piece of paper with a big lighter and was like, all right, get out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Leon Lowe. Yeah. Um, again, fantastic episode. Love chatting with you dudes. Um, whenever I come on here, I always feel like I learned something new, which is, which is fantastic. And just keep everybody that's listening, man, just keep searching, keep searching. Um, don't confine yourself to what your beliefs are right now. Sometimes try to search for the things that you don't believe in, and it may change your perception. Like I said, Leon's definitely changed my perception on a ton of stuff and just the way that he thinks. Don't read the things that you think they want you to read. Read the things that they read. 
Yep. So, yeah, that's it. See y'all next time. Leon! Um, since this is a Sunday service, Jesus never existed. <laughs> Have a good night, everybody. Or a good day. <laughs> <laughs> he was an alien. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs>